good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. And we'll start off with the daily COVID numbers. Thailand logged 39 more COVID-19 fatalities on Friday, up 11 from the previous day, and 4,079 new cases, down 114 according to the Public Health Ministry. The latest Phuket Provincial Public Health Office daily COVID situation report has marked 64 new local infections confirmed across the island yesterday. Meanwhile, the Bangkok Metropolitan Administration has field hospitals and health facilities ready to deal with whatever situations may arise from the Omicron variant of the new coronavirus, according to the Bangkok Governor Aswin Kwan Muang. Police General Aswin said on Friday on his Facebook page that all countries around the world are combating the Omicron variant over concerns about its faster transmission. In response, the BMA and related agencies have beefed up screening processes for foreign visitors to detect the virus, especially those from at-risk countries. The BMA is ensuring its readiness to operate isolation centres and field hospitals by making sure there is an adequate number of beds and sufficient supplies of medication and medical equipment. Most BMA health workers have had a third vaccine dose and are regularly checked with antigen test kits while they strictly comply with universal prevention measures, according to Police General Aswin. Thailand's first Omicron case was a 35-year-old Thai-American businessman who tested positive after travelling from Spain via Dubai. There has been no confirmed report of a fatality or severe illness from the new variant. The BMA Health Department on Thursday worked with Bangrak District Office to investigate the disease in the district's two hotels where the infected man had visited. Officials collected samples from at-risk groups and also suggested prevention guidance for hotel staff. On Wednesday, 35 hotel staff, 32 Thais and 3 migrant workers of the Quarter Hotel Siloam underwent an RT-PCR test, according to the Bangrak District Office Facebook page. Omicron infections were reported in Singapore and on Lebanon on Thursday and Cuba on Wednesday, bringing the total countries with confirmed new variant cases to 62, according to the CCSA. And next up is a story in relation to the push to legalise casinos here in the kingdom. The latest Parliament Committee to study the potential legalisation of casinos has picked its chairman on Thursday. The Prime Minister and the government did not provide any policy or special instruction on the issue, since this is a matter for the legislative branch, said the Deputy Transport Minister, who was selected to lead the casino committee. The matter must be studied in all aspects, including the pros and cons, impacts from abroad and impacts from neighbouring countries, Atirat said and the aim is for the study to be done within 90 days as assigned, he added. Atirat will be working with 16 other deputy chairmen of the committee, which include members of the opposition and the coalition. The 60-member committee was set up after the parliamentarians voted 310 to 9 to look into a proposal that would allow legalised casinos to be set up in the country. The idea is to attract more tourists to the country after the COVID pandemic wreaked havoc on the tourism industry. Apart from the state lottery and horse racing, all other gambling activities are illegal in Thailand. 
Such a proposal has been made by many governments before, but nothing has ever come to fruition. But casino advocates say that these entertainment venues will create jobs and revenue for the government. However, critics worry that gambling could lead to moral issues and how to properly regulate and tax the establishments. This clash of opinion has caused a long-standing deadlock, ultimately eliminating any progress on the development of such entertainment venues. Chada Taised, the Bumjai Thai party MP for UT Thani and a member of the latest casino committee, said that the country urgently needs to boost its revenue in COVID's wake. He added that casinos should be built at airports to provide services for tourists while they are waiting for their planes. He said Macau, the world's largest gaming hub, is currently under pressure from China as the mainland is cracking down on money laundering activities. And as reports emerge that Macau's gaming regulator has ordered their junket operators to stop offering credit to customers, Chada believes that it is now a good time for Thailand to use this opportunity to rake in the cash. If the government wants to do it, it can be done, but so far nobody dares to do it, Chada said. He urges that regulations can be put in place to ensure only middle-income adults will be able to enter the casinos, as such rules are already being applied in other countries. If we're going to have it, we must do it soon, he added. Do not forget that more than a 100 such committees have been set up before, but they were all talk, nothing occurred. But this is the right time to make this happen. So, what do you think about this, guys, out there? Do you think Thailand should legalise gambling and casinos here in the country? Or do you think it's a bad idea? If you look around the world, many countries have done this to boost their tourism. And some of the Asian countries even focus solely on tourists and foreign people to be able to use these casinos. So I wonder what you think out there. Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's a bad idea? What are your feelings on the whole topic of gambling and casinos, maybe in your own country or here in Thailand? I'd love to know your comments down below in the comments section. And moving along, challenges stymie tour operators recovery. Half of the outbound tourist operators remaining in the market are facing tremendous challenges during the recovery period as they have insufficient staff and funds to cater for growing demand next year. The president of the Thai Travel Agents Association said only 400 of the 800 total outbound tour companies have survived the past two years, of which 150 to 200 operators are maintaining sales activities as they pivot towards domestic tour packages. However, as most of them are small and medium-sized operators, they have to cut the number of staff to two to five people to save on operating costs. They have also difficulty restoring outbound services as such packages normally require higher costs and more workers than domestic trips, he said. Over 80% of the remaining businesses maintain their workforces at only 10% of pre-COVID levels. They are unable to handle inquiries from customers such as big corporate groups who are looking for outbound trips next year. He said outbound demand was shaken a bit in November with the emergence of the Omicron variant, but as the outcome has not been severe, pent-up demand is expected to be robust, particularly from those who can afford to travel to Europe. In the first quarter next year, the TTAA has prepared at least five trips for tour operators that want to resume outbound services to Dubai, Switzerland, Germany, France, Scandinavian countries and the US. After exploring potential tourism products, they can start selling outbound packages for the Songkran holiday in April, which is the critical period to gauge the growth of outbound demand for the whole of next year. 
To help small operators, the TTAA floated the idea of setting up a joint company, gathering 20 to 50 small firms as stakeholders to share central operations, enabling them to continue receiving tour bookings for a few years until their companies can restore operations to their former level. Travellers must be convinced they will not encounter fraud, as in the past, when wholesalers operators abruptly cancelled their trips and could not return deposits or tour fees to customers, he said. Mr. Sutipong said the TTAA already held a preliminary discussion with members about the joint company and plans to discuss the issue further on December 17th to decide on an organisational structure. However, if most members are not ready to incorporate, the association needs to seek another way to help mitigate the impact of the pandemic. The TTAA is planning to hold its first physical event since the pandemic, the 27th Thai International Travel Fair, from December 23rd to 26th at Icon Siam. Some 300 exhibitor booths are almost fully booked. And moving along, and a little bit of good news, more flights seen at Thai airports in December. Reservations for international flights to main airports in Thailand has jumped more than 20% this month as the country is entering the high season for tourism. Airports of Thailand said on Thursday night that confirmed slots for airlines from overseas destinations this month had accounted for 9,483 flights so far this month, a 24% rise from November. The airport operating agency also said a total of 17,132 flights would land at its airports in the last two months of the year, most of them in December. The increasing number of flights reflected more air travel to Thailand during the peak season of the tourism sector, AOT said. More flights will likely be added this month, said the state-owned airport operator. Suanapum, Danmuang, Chiang Mai and Phuket are its facilities serving international travellers since the government reopened the country on November 1. A total of 186,938 travellers entered the country since the reopening, mainly through Suanapum, Danmuang and Phuket, according to the Department of Disease Control data on Wednesday. Americans and Germans were the top international visitors arriving in the kingdom. I don't think it's much of a surprise that flights will go up in December, but it's about the amount of people on these flights not how many flights are coming into the country. Yes, there is a little bit more demand, but still, by all accounts, a lot of flights are still half empty. If you look at the likes of Phuket, they're only receiving a 1,000 people a day, and that's not really going to suffice in the long run. Phuket needs to be seen five to 10,000 a day, and right now, that's just not going to be coming, and it's hard to see it even getting to that in the next few months. As I've said before, I believe that high season 2022, so November next year, we'll start to see a lot more traveling assuming things maintain relatively calm in the whole COVID situation and and countries don't go completely bananas over Omicron, but fingers crossed things will get better. So for today's featured segment, we're going to discuss the Thailand Pass and the Test and Go hotels and packages available in Bangkok. Most travelers are currently arriving either at Suanaboom International Airport or Don Muang Airport. The requirements for the Thailand Pass is you must book a one-night stay, RT-PCR tests and hotel transportation. This is the current rule for Bangkok. The rule is different from province to province and we will discuss Phuket on the next day's show. Hotels in Bangkok are obliged to offer you a package for these three things, though I see some are still being a bit tricky. There are a few ways to go about finding these packages and booking them. You can book through agoda.com and they have a specific section for this. 
Also, as a warning, please be careful when booking test and go packages on this site as I found many hotels didn't have transportation included or the price seemed too low to include even an RT-PCR test even though it advertised it as having one included. An example was a hotel I found advertising a room rate for 1,231 and claiming that the test was included. I find this hard to believe as a test alone in Bangkok costs between 1,200 and 1,400 Thai baht. So please bear all this in mind and make sure you research the hotel you go to book beforehand. You can also book through a website called ASQ Hotel at asq.in.th or alternatively you can book directly with the hotel. In Bangkok, there are 531 officially certified SHA Plus hotels. However, not all are offering the test and go package. In fact, a great deal are not. To see a full list of the SHA Plus certified hotels in Bangkok, you can view them at thailandsha.com. Now, I've gone through all of these for you and have selected a few five-star, followed by a few four-star hotels, plus the cheapest test and go in Bangkok and the best value, in my opinion. Now, before I start, I want to clarify that I have no affiliation with any of the mentioned hotels or websites. The criteria for all hotels on the list is the price must include transportation from the airport, an RT-PCR test, and a rapid self-test kit, better known here in Thailand as an ATK, and obviously the one night's accommodation. Also, all prices are inclusive of taxes and net to you. For the mentioned hotels, I will leave links down below so you can check these out yourself and decide if you'd like to book one of these. So we will start with our first five-star hotel and we're going to start off with the Shangri-La Hotel in Bangkok. Their standard room, again, including the PCR ATK and transportation and one-night accommodation. The test and go package will cost you 10,400 Thai baht for a single person and 16,700 if it's two people in the room. So that's an additional 6,300 Thai baht onto the 10,400. A little pricey, but again, it's a five-star hotel in Bangkok. It's obviously got the name Shangri-La and they're charging for that. Now, another five-star hotel in Bangkok is the Move and Pick Hotel on Sukhumvit 15. Again, their standard room, the test and go package there starts at 6,300 Thai baht for a single person and 10,600 Thai baht for a double room with two people. That's an additional 4,300 Thai baht onto the single person rate. And finally, the third hotel in the five-star range, we're going with the Western Grand Sukhumvit. Again, their standard room, again, including RT-PCR, ATK, transportation, and your one-night accommodation. Test and go package starting at 7,200 Thai baht for a single room or 11,400 for a double room with two people in it. That's a supplement of 4,200 Thai baht onto your single room rate. Again, not overly expensive, I guess, for what you're getting, but it all depends on your level of comfort that you want. Now, next up is the four-star range, and we'll start off with the Rembrandt Hotel and Suites in Bangkok. Their premier room, which is their baseline room, is 7,300 baht for one person. Uh, for the second person to stay in the room, it's 3,000 baht. So that will cost you 10,300 baht for your one-night accommodation for two people. The package also includes breakfast or dinner, so you can decide which one you'd like. They also offer an express PCR service, which is uh, for 3,000 baht per person and guaranteed results in three hours. But I guess if you pay that kind of money, 
Why not just stay in the hotel? Now, another hotel which I found on the four-star range is the Citrus Suite on Sukhumvit 6. Deluxe Studio, 4,899 baht for one person. The second adult, if there is a second person coming with you to stay in the room, an additional 3,500. So not too bad, not very expensive. And in this package, it includes three meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So to me, that's very, very good value. Another hotel on the four-star list, the Quarter Silom by UHG, a superior room with a balcony, 3,899 including tax. And for two adults, it's 5,899. Again, that's including your RT-PCR test, your transportation, your one-night accommodation, and the ATK test that they'll give you that you need to do on day five or six. Now, in my opinion, and from looking around and on various different sites, the best value hotel that I've seen is the Bangkok Chada Hotel. Now their standard room, it's a four-star hotel, just to bear in mind. Test and go package, 3,999 baht for a single person. Now that also includes all three meals, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now an additional person will cost 3,000 baht, so if it's a couple heading to Bangkok, it'll be 6999 and that'll include your transportation, PCR, your one-night accommodation, and your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And to me, that is excellent value. Now, it's not the best hotel in the world, but it's not the worst hotel either. And for one night, if that's what you're looking for, I think it's an excellent value, especially having your meals included. And finally, the cheapest test-and-go package in Bangkok. Now, there's a few, so I've just chosen one of them is the Sinsari Ladprao 130. All prices include, again, the PCR, the ATK, the transportation, the one-night accommodation, test and go package, 3,500 Thai baht for a single person, or 7,000 for a double room. They're just basically charging you double for the second person, even though you're sharing the transportation. So I think that's a bit cheeky of them. But again, 3,500 if it's a person coming alone. And I think that's actually very good value. Now, the cheapest also comes with the warning that it's certainly not the fanciest hotel, but if it's just one night you're looking for and you're on a budget, then it's certainly a good choice and worth considering. I mean, at the end of the day, once you get your test results, you can leave and head on to your next destination. So there you go. Hopefully you find some value in that and it will help give you an idea of the prices and what you should expect in a test and go package. There is lots of choice in Bangkok at the moment and rates are very, very competitive. So you should be able to get a good deal. Just remember that if you are going to a hotel and it's your first night, your package needs to include your transportation, your RT-PCR test, your one night accommodation and the ATK test that they'll give you to do your test on day five or six or whatever it may be. And don't let a hotel try to you know, sucker you in with super low rates, but then you find out that they're missing certain things like the transportation or even the test, okay? Get everything up front in writing, confirmed this is what you're, you've booked, so things are very clear for you. But anyway, hopefully that'll help you if you're thinking about looking for a hotel. The links are all down below in the description. Uh, we will do Phuket the next day, even though they have a different system, but we'll look at some hotels and obviously just go through the prices for the different transportation and the RT-PCR test. And with that, we'll probably move on to our next story right now. Moving along, warning of excessive PM 2.5 dust in and around Bangkok on December 15 to 18. 
people living in Bangkok and its surrounding areas have been advised that accumulated PM 2.5 dust in the atmosphere will exceed safety levels from Wednesday through Saturday of next week. The Director General of the Pollution Control Department said air quality across the country, including Bangkok, remained well within the safety standard of 50 microns since measurements were taken at 7am this morning. Provinces with the best air quality yesterday were Lampang, Chiang Mai, Pechabun, Buriam, Lapburi, Kanchanaburi, Supanburi, Rayong, Chamburi, Yala, Nakansi Tamarat and Phuket. Atapal said, however, that PM 2.5 dust has been accumulating in the atmosphere over Bangkok, Samut Prakan, Samut Sakhan and Nantamburi and Pratumtani and is expected to exceed safety levels by Wednesday. He asked motorists in these provinces to reduce the use of their private cars and advised people in those areas to protect their health, refrain from outdoor activities and to wear face masks all the time when they are outdoors. And finally, the Phuket news. Phuket named least corrupt province in the country. Phuket has been named the least corrupt province in the country in a national annual assessment of government agencies by the National Anti-Corruption Commission. New driver slams into shop. A 57-year-old man, new to driving, escaped serious injury last night when he ploughed his new Nissan March into a shophouse grocery store in front of his house. And finally, Food Festival Offensive launched to boost Phuket economy. Tourism officials have launched a slew of food festivals to be held in Phuket throughout December in the hope of boosting domestic travel to the island to help the island's economy. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.